Compliance. The practice of obeying rules or requests made by people in authority. This is the Pharmacy Compliance Guide with Jeff Hedges. Happy New Year, Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of the Pharmacy Compliance Guide 2018 has already turned out to be a rocket ship of a year. So much to do within the field of pharmacy as well as the Pharmacy Podcast Network. So excited that the Pharmacy Compliance Guide is coming back to deliver incredible amounts of information, usable, leverageable for pharmacy owners, understanding exactly what they need to understand, mitigate the risk of coming up with any uh, unnecessary, unprepared audits and fines and things that can take place. Jeffrey Hedges of RJ Hedges and Associates is returning as our host. Happy New Year, Jeff. How are you? Pretty good, Todd. Happy New Year to you. And uh, this year, uh, everything seems to be heading positive. So uh, not anything that's on our horizon right now that's negative is the DIR fees. But it seems like Congress is moving in the right direction with everything else. And hopefully they're going to be shining the light on the DRI fees. NCPA is doing a good job on that. And uh, hopefully the PBMs are going to be put on their heels. And that will be good news for everybody. There's been a lot of attention, a lot of good attention. Uh, The public is finally understanding what a PBM actually does. And I don't think that all the services provided by a PBM are uh, bad or negative. I think that there's some good that they can bring to the table. But I think that we're going to see PBMs transform in 2018 and become a lot more leaner, a lot more transparent. Today, the Pharmacy Compliance Guide is bringing us another episode of intelligence about the business of pharmacy. Jeff, we're going to talk about certified durable medical equipment specialist this episode. And the very first thing that I was wondering when you and I were discussing before we started uh, the show is what is a certified durable medical equipment specialist? Well, the certified durable medical equipment specialist, or commonly referred to as the CDME specialist, um, is a person who has been certified by the Board of Certification Accreditation International, or BOC, which is one of the uh, uh, 10 accrediting bodies for uh, accreditation for, D, uh, for Medicare Part B DME products. But it's also a certification board. And what they've done, uh, they saw a need, uh, BOC, uh, for, to highlight the skills and qualifications for um, the unknown individual who is in DME. And that unknown individual is the person who is doing all the work, uh, fitting and seeing patients. And uh, this certification was created um, to recognize and verify that specialist who has a broad knowledge in durable medical equipment within the industry. And it's a very important certification. When I think of a pharmacy owner's tasks, balancing employees, balancing my marketing, my branding, balancing the community outreach, what I'd like to know as an owner is, 
what does a certified DME specialist do so that I know, should I invest in this role within my pharmacy business? Well, the CDME specialist basically performs all the aspects within the DME process. They are the employees who are meeting with the patients. Uh, They're determining the product that the patient is eligible for, which is really important because you want to make sure they get the right product they're eligible for. Uh, They fit the patient if it's necessary. Uh, They do all the documentation, so you make sure you get it correct. They bill Medicare and now Medicaid and the insurance companies for those DME products that you dispense. And this is uh, also important because Medicaid and the insurance companies are now starting to require the same documentation that Medicare is required. So the CDME uh, also assists on the basic uh, repairs of, uh, of the DME equipment. They do the troubleshooting for you. Uh, on certain items now, they're required for home inspections for DME products like oxygen transfer systems, uh, wheelchairs. They also take care of enteral supplies if you're doing them or wound care. So they do a lot of different items for them. Uh, these individuals are trained and certified as DME specialists, and they're highly valued in the DME industry uh, because they are assist, uh, as they are your assistance to the patients. Uh, they're a referral source of professionalism and quality care. And BOC has uh, a CMD uh, scope of practice uh, that provides a greater detail of the role of the CDME. So it's just not something that you put on the wall. They have a, co- a scope of practice that sets what their qualifications are and what they, uh, what, uh, they have to follow to maintain this certification. You know, as I'm listening to you, Jeff, I'm thinking of an opportunity for an employee who is a um, member of the independent community pharmacist team, but I really haven't heard a lot about this before. So if I am a pharmacy technician or I'm a pharmacy owner, I want to know what advantage does this give my pharmacy as a DME supplier? How am I gaining benefit or value for my pharmacy as a CDME, having a CDME on staff? Well, this is simple. Um, We're all living in a very competitive market. Uh, We need to ensure the pharmacy has unique qualities and products and services outside the normal pharmacy prescription filling process. Uh, the days, uh, those days have come and gone. And everybody knows this. Uh, we've talked in the past about immunizations. We've talked about diabetic shoes in previous podcasts. Uh, so we will, uh, and we will talk about other opportunities in future podcasts. And as we look at our pharmacists, uh, there are, you're all experts in pharmacy operations. Uh, and when it comes to prescriptions, uh, for example, um, the physician writes a prescription or an, sends you an e-script. And as a pharmacist, you fill the script. Patient comes in to the pharmacy, picks up their medication. They pay their copay. Uh, and the insurance company and the secondary, uh, they adjudicate their claims. And you get reimbursed for it. And hopefully there's a low DRR fee. 
and uh, so the PBM doesn't claw back uh, isn't so much uh, or so severe next month. But the uh, when we come to Medicare Part B, everything changes after the physician writes the prescription for a DME product or for a Part D drug. So it's like going to a foreign country. The language changes. And it's the same thing when we deal with Medicare Part B. Um, our pharmacy language stops. And that's why you have to look at your prescription. So um, what you do, you, you have to look for someone who understands these tasks or this language. So what does most pharmacies do? Because you're so busy, you grab a pharmacy tech, you throw them into the role and let them try to figure this out. So the tech starts reading the Medicare supplier manuals. Uh, they go to the DMAX and they start reading the information there. Then they learn something that's called a detailed written order or written order prior to the delivery. And then they start looking at local coverage determinations or LCDs. And again, we're back into this new language and it's not making sense. And uh, we're looking at this language and uh, they're trying to come to you as the pharmacist with limited training. And they're talking to you about, well, we can't really fill this prescription with that, pres with that, uh, that you just got from the doc. We need to get more documentation. Or if we, if we dispense this, we're not really going to get billed. And they're trying to explain it to the pharmacist, and they really don't make sense to you And because you've got a valid prescription. And you can bill it. And it runs through your pharmacy software just fine. And you got uh, prints out the label, bam, you can dispense it. Why can't you can't dispense it? Well, it's just uh, language. And this is exactly why the CDME certification was created. Uh, it certifies individuals who have basic skills for dispensing, setup, and billing Medicare uh, Part B and dispensing products. It's finding the individuals, giving them the support, setting up a scope of practice, setting up training requirements, uh, letting them expand their knowledge level so they can provide uh, qualified information that they know is correct to the uh, to their supervisors. And in pharmacy, we got to have someone that's giving you trusted feedback so they can give you information in your language that you can understand so you can dispense a product that you can also get reimbursed for because no one likes it. When Medicare comes back and says, oh, you didn't do your paperwork right, and they pull all your money back. Jeff, this is now making sense to me. Um, it reminds me of what I've always talked about to pharmacy owners about competitive differentiation in setting yourself aside from other pharmacy providers, especially the big national chains. How are you presenting the value that you're giving to your uh, patients, to your customers and your, to your community. You know, I've heard about all the audits from Medicare and all the paperwork that is needed. And you know, Jeff, you and I many a times have talked about different uh, aspects of this. I remember the show we did in April of 2017 on diabetic shoes, which by the way, I'm going to put down in the show notes of this podcast. 
great uh, podcast on diabetic shoes specifically and the importance of documentation in following the process. So this certification helps the pharmacy, right? Absolutely. Um, and when you are confused uh, about documentation, you're confused about the process, uh, and you hear about uh, everybody losing money and failing op- uh, audits, and if you start experiencing themselves, what do you do? You stop dispensing uh, the item. And this is happening all over the country, uh, especially uh, with the ME products. And the DME uh, realm uh, has been decimated. Over 40% of all DME facilities have gone out of business over the last six years. Uh, a lot of it due to competitive bidding. A lot of it because uh, the DME facilities, um, if they're just a DME facility, they don't have a lot of uh, diversity within their, uh, within their facility. So if they are losing products or uh, audits, it doesn't take long for them to go out of business. Whereas in pharmacy, you do have a lot of diversity on what you can and can't do. So, um, and then we come back into pharmacy, you, you get a bad taste of a couple items, um, or you've heard a friend of yours that's uh, got, uh, have lost some audits, uh, and you don't understand, again, we don't understand the language, um, you stop doing it. So, and now you're hearing, well, maybe this is a good thing to do. Maybe it's not a good thing you do. You really don't know. And you're not sure what to do. So when you're looking at it, well, maybe I want to hire someone uh, to work my DME. And uh, because paperwork may or may not be hard. And it's really not hard. It's just learning the language and learning the process. So how do you know if the person you're looking at truly understands the DME language uh, if they don't have a certification because they're talking to you and like we all see, everybody's an expert. And when you hire them, uh, they're just average or may not know anything. So that's one of the things with the certification. They come to you with the certification. So they've had to pass a very tough exam uh, to prove that they know what they're doing. So uh, that's one of the things when you're hiring someone, do they have that certification? Pharmacies have the opportunity to pick up this vacant need in the community, becoming more proactive. Now imagine having your staff properly trained, certified, and qualified when it comes to Medicare Part B and DME products and ensuring that your paperwork is completed properly. For instance, uh, they can advise you as the pharmacist against filling a prescription of albuterol because it needs a detailed written order prior to delivery, uh, signed by the physician. Who knew? Well, your CDME did. And it saves you from, saves your reimbursement because you dispense that Part B drug uh, without a uh, detailed written order prior to delivery, again, this is a language issue from a Medicare Part B perspective that you have to have this document and it saves your reimbursement. It takes care of the patient uh, and it makes sure that you get your, uh, your reimbursement. 
And it's a one time or you get it when the first prescription is done. And then when the refills do, you just send out another detailed written order prior to delivery. And that serves as your, uh, your prescription the next time it comes up for refill. So it's not a hard document. It's not a hard process. It's just a different language. And your uh, DME department, your DME person, or, quote, your CDME will take care for you when that process happens. So, again, it's a language. It's a process. And you're, uh, that's one of the advantages of the CDME certification. The person will have the knowledge to do this for you. Jeff, when you explain it like this, it really seems a lot more simple. Is it that simple? Yes. Uh, now that um, it's just a process. And I, every time we talk on the podcast, I always talk about a process. And as long as you understand the process, uh, it's always easy. And that's one of the things we always work on is processes. So once you have your process ready to go, now you're ready to market your pharmacy. And your pharmacy may be uh, accredited or it may be exempt. Uh, So as you're looking at your pharmacy, everybody knows that the pharmacists are licensed. Uh, Medicare human resource management standards are required for technical personnel to be knowledgeable, competent, and trained in order to deliver products. Uh, are you doing something out of the ordinary to make yourself stand out? Well, that's what Medicare tells you. But imagine your DME department or, or your person to be board-certified specialist. Now think about it. Board-certified DME specialist. Who else has that in town? Who else has that in, in your county or your area? Board certified DME specialist. That's, now, a, that's, a, com- that's, a, that's a competitive differentiator. And that's exactly what I was talking about. So what are, what are the, like, let's list the advantages for the listeners. You're listening to the show. Now your ears have perked up because you're like, yes, I want my pharmacy, my community pharmacy to stand out. What are some of the adva- other advantages? Okay, first off, it's a differential in your market. You think about all your DME facilities in your town or in your area. Think about your competitors out there. Okay, no one else has a board-certified DME department. Okay, that's a good marketing tool. Uh, Management of risk. Okay, your risk in DME is audits, and the audits and your risk is your documentation. So, uh you're working with people who are trained to understand the documentation. Uh, and also, when you're evaluating uh, potential new employees, you know that when you're hiring new employees that have a certification, so they come on board and they understand everything uh, about Medicare and documentation before they come on. Limiting fraud, waste, and abuse. Um, that's a big item. One of the, long, one of the things that I see is uh, uh, people working in the DME department, they get lazy, especially in billing. And when the boss isn't looking, they start giving the paper, they stop doing the paperwork and they start giving the product out. They don't collect the copay. They don't even bill Medicare or Medicaid. 
And it takes six, 12, 18 months before it starts showing up on the uh, P&L. And by the time you find out about it, you're, uh, you got a major cash flow problem. Also, your um, increases, uh, your CDME will increase customer satisfaction because you're giving good service. You're providing uh, vital information to your, uh, to your patients. Uh, also, you get good referrals because you're providing a more superior service in that department. Sure, you're giving great service on the pharmacy side, but what about your DME side? Let's go raise that level, and that brings more patients to you. And also, when it comes to um, compliance, okay, we talk about compliance all the time. Your DME person, your uh, uh, CDME is going to understand compliance a little bit better. They're going to help you out with all the fraud, waste, abuse, the HIPAA. patient uh, safety, all these different things that you have that we talk about constantly, they can help you with this because they're going to understand the language a little bit more. So that's another item that helps you with your processes. So that's an advantage. And wouldn't you like someone to help take that burden off of you? So the uh, million-dollar question, Jeff, and this is right, right up your alley as someone that does this every day, with hundreds of pharmacies um, year year after year. So how do you get certified? Well, one way uh, to meet this uh, criteria is uh, the biggest thing is, is you have to uh, pass an exam. Um, So to pass the exam or to take it, there are several criteria. First, the candidate has to have 500 hours of experience working in the DME field. Okay. Uh, with that, and they also have to have a high school diploma or a um, or GED. They need to complete the exam uh, that's certified through BOC, and these exams are administered through the uh, uh, local H- um, HNR block testing facilities. And each state has numerous ones around uh, uh, around the state, and uh, there's going to be more facilities being added uh, in the coming year. And you, once you're ready, you just uh, enroll through the BOC site and there's processes there through the BOC's website and you enroll uh, and you go through and you take the exam and uh, go through that process. Another way is to register and attending a day long BOC uh, live training with a live instructor and it's followed by a paper exam. And those are hand, uh, done throughout the year. So I'm thinking of the staff that I need. I've talked to my technicians. I've talked to my employees, maybe even one of my pharmacists. I get interest because now I've explained this to my team. Here's how we're going to differentiate ourselves in the marketplace. This is a, this is a career opportunity for you as a technician or as someone that could gain additional accreditation as being um, certified in this. So when are these trainings scheduled? Okay. There are always two scheduled annual trainings uh, every year. Uh, They are done at med trades. Uh, The first, uh, the first one of the year is always done at med trade spring, which is in Las Vegas. Uh, This year it's at the end of March. Um, 
And then there's one done in Atlanta, uh, which is called MedTrade uh, Fall, which is in October and down in Atlanta. And then there are uh, at least two other ones scheduled, sometimes more, throughout the year. Um, and then uh, there are, uh, and these courses are sponsored by Med Group, and they're typically $150 for the class and then $50 for the exam. And these are a paper exam, and they're normally given the day after the prep course or sometimes two days after, depending on where they're given. Um, and uh, the courses, when they're given throughout the country, outside of MedTrade, uh, you need 20 people or more uh, to go through the course. And these and uh, different organizations can request these uh, classes to be, uh, to be given. And all we need is 20 people to go into it and to sign up for it, and they can be added to the schedule. I'm working with NCPD, uh, NCPA right now to try to have one added to uh, the education uh, uh, cl uh, classes for NCPA's convention up in Boston next year or in October 2018. So hopefully we'll get, be able to get that worked out. There are also two other organizations who have online CDME prep courses uh, CFS Allied Health Education and OMP Education. Uh, in the briefing notes, um, they'll have uh, I have all their links to their uh, their information, so you can look at them and their self-paced self, -paced, self uh, courses that so you can go through them. And then again, if you have uh, people who have been working with DME for many years and they feel they're qualified, they can always take the exam and see how they do. And the exams generally run, um, I believe, between, uh, if you just take the exam, I think it's $100. But when you go through the registration process, uh, uh, it asks for your credit card, and you pay through that, and then you get, and then you get the location where to go take the exam. So what about the exam? Like un unfold that for us a little bit. If I'm listening to the show, maybe I'm a pharmacy technician. I want to bring this to the attention of my pharmacy owner. Tell us about that exam. Well, the exam is, a, it's two hours uh, to take it. It's a hundred, a uh, hundred questions. Um, to pass the, uh, the exam, the candidate needs to score 70% or higher. Now it's no walk in the park exam. So if you think you're just going to walk in there and just take the exam and you're going to pass it with 70%, it ain't going to work. You really need to know your stuff to take it. Uh, you need to prepare for it, study for it. Uh, the prep course is one of the best ways to go through it to make sure you're in good shape. Um, the currently the prep course, uh, by going through it uh, with the BOC prep course, it has a 94% pass rate. Uh, the last class that was taught, everyone who passed, uh, went through the course, passed it. And then the previous two classes, um, only one uh, person had uh, failed the course by one question. And, uh, and that seems to be the trend, uh, with, uh, with most of the classes, uh, with people going through the prep courses that are live. So how do you find out about them? I mean, what do you, what do you do to, to keep up with this and schedule forward. Um, I'd be worried about that just from a 
perspective of employees and shifts and coverage. So how do you find out about these? Okay. Well, BOC, they send them out through, um, through their notices. Um, they also have posts on their website, uh, which is BOCUSA.org. Uh, so they have all the information on their website. Uh, we also send it out through our uh, monthly newsletters for information on there. So the information gets out and we hope to get more information out. Uh, we're working with BOC to get more and more information out through different means. So more and more people can see this information and take the, uh, have the opportunity to take the exams. So Jeff, how are these courses related to you? Well, I'm currently the BOC prep course instructor. Uh, when I was on the board of directors for BOC, I was instrumental in developing a number of projects for BOC, and CDME certification was one of them. I strongly believe in the certification, and I always walk the walk. Most of my staff carries this certification, and it's very important um, that everybody from my staff to understand the certification and carry this so that when they're helping our clients, they understand what, uh, what this information means and they can explain it to our clients. So we're talking about competitive advantage earlier in the podcast. Do you think, Jeff, that this will truly give your pharmacy a competitive advantage? Absolutely. Take a look at your local healthcare providers. Everyone is boasting about their board-certified specialists. Pharmacists are always listed as the most trusted healthcare professionals. That's given. But today, a pharmacy is a lot more than just dispensing uh, pills. Pharmacists, pharmacies have to be diversified into a multitude of areas. Look at your own pharmacy. Look how it's changed over the years. So this is a perfect opportunity to promote your DME uh, department. So how does this sound? Come into Hedges Pharmacy for all your prescription needs, immunizations, and see our board-certified DME specialists. Bet you never heard that one before. <laughs> you can also add this to your Facebook ads, which are also free. Add it to your telephone messaging system. Show off your staff and let them be part of your revenue stream. DME is not very sexy, but if you run a tight ship and you're careful on what you dispense, because they're like with all your medications, you've got to be careful what you dispense and how you dispense it because not everything's profitable. And you document everything correctly. DME will add revenue and profit to your pharmacy. Again, adding diabetic shoes uh, will add to your profit margin and will jump even further. But you need to understand the language. You need, then you need to understand the rules and then have the correct documentation. And finally, you can win the audits that everybody talks about and despises. But you can win. They're not hard to win as long as you know the rules. And once you win the audits, they stop happening. And then you get to keep the money. And then again, there are absolutely no DIR fees 
when it comes to DME? Jeff, this is all about being prepared. If you're prepared to, to win in a way that you haven't in previous years in your pharmacy business, it's going to make a difference. It's going to set you aside from other healthcare providers, definitely other pharmacies. So this is exciting. The Pharmacy Compliance Guide has really been delivering some incredible interviews. Please go to pharmacycomplianceguide.com to listen to all of Jeff Hedge's uh, presentations through the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Also, rjhedges.com. Uh, Jeff, so in wrapping up, uh, what do we see coming in uh, 2018? We have uh, a couple regulatory items uh, that we're going to be talking about. Uh, things are going to be changing. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We have some other items that we're going to talk about as far as bringing into your pharmacy for um, different items to uh, add to your uh, pharmacy for revenue streams. Uh, Jenny Shell is going is preparing a couple podcasts. So she's going to be delivering some items uh, for you. And uh, we got some uh, exciting things ahead uh, right now. Uh, remove DME or the DIR fees from two th uh, from our discussion in 2018 looks positive. Uh, we started off with the tax bill and everything else. I mean, everything is looking up, which is something we haven't seen in quite a few years. So um, <clears throat> it's positive. We're looking forward and hopefully everything is going to be positive for everybody and we can get a turn on, on everybody's profit margin. Jeff, I want to thank you for being part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network and being dedicated to the Pharmacy Compliance Guide. The intelligence that you bring to the show is absolutely amazing. In the show notes, you will see the CDME prep courses information. Reach out to Jeff Hedges and Associates if you have any questions. Make sure that you receive these opportunities through being prepared and being certified. Jeff, that's a wrap. Another Pharmacy Compliance Guide 2018. Here we come. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you.